AgBioscience is supported by Indiana Farmers Insurance. This is Ag Bioscience. Welcome and thanks for joining. I'm Mitch Frazier, CEO of Agronovus Indiana, and this is the podcast where we explore all things Ag Bioscience, the people, the products, and innovations across food, animal health, plant science, and ag tech. 22 years ago, terrorists took to the sky and transformed airplanes into weapons. Nearly 3,000 Americans were killed in the attacks, and the nation and the world responded. Much has changed since to enhance U.S. national security. In one area that remains a significant area of focus here is ag bioscience, specifically the food system. To help define this challenge and how the nation is responding is a former Marine, a national security expert, an amazing human. Welcome U.S. Senator Todd Young to ag bioscience. Senator, welcome. Thanks for having me on, Mitch. Good to be with you. It's great to be with you, Senator, on a day that is always tough uh, for many Americans, many around the world. This connection between food security, national security, it's one that has been made many times in history, one that you personally have made. Before we dig into this connection between national security and food security, we have to learn more about you, your service in the Corps, as well as your decades of service since. Well, thank you, Mitch. It's it's something I'm very proud of. Uh, as I know, you are very proud of uh, your time in the United States Army, and uh, I think the reason that is in part is is because it's you know it's it's been my outlet uh, yes. for service uh, from a young age. I uh, graduated from high school here in Central Indiana, had an opportunity to join the U.S. Navy for a year, and and then uh, go on to the U.S. Naval Academy. And when I graduated, I accepted a commission in the United States Marine Corps. For me, that meant uh, after going through training as a rifle platoon commander at the basic school, uh, I spent most of my time as an intelligence officer working with an unmanned aerial vehicle unit. So we flew around drones. We uh, incorporated those drones into our border patrol activities on the southern border, uh, our drug interdiction efforts uh, in the Caribbean. Did some really interesting work working with other government agencies and so forth, but it was mostly training. Mm. It was post-Cold War world, uh, pre-9-11. It was a time when I I did train in anti-terrorism force protection. So interestingly, you know, our government had its eye on the ball of of terrorism, but it was was more in a tactical way pre-9-11 before we all recognized just how vulnerable we were uh, to uh, these these threats in, in this globalized world. And before we thought really critically in a whole of society way about how we could become more resilient against those threats. This linkage, Senator, between food security, national security, it's a reality that has been highlighted for years. You've called it a moral imperative. Share more about this connection you see between national security and food security. Well, I think we all understand that uh, having access uh, to uh, sufficient food supplies is, is just one of the most basic human needs. And, and people will take the most extreme measures in order uh, to satisfy their hunger. We've seen that, obviously, throughout all of human history. Um, here in America, we are, we are blessed to be able to take our food security for granted. I don't think about where our next meal is going to come right. from. We will have access to food. And that's because uh, we not only have an amazing private sector that grows and, and processes and ultimately delivers that food, 
um, for those who can pay for it. Even if you cannot, we still have systems and programs uh, to uh, feed all in this country. In other nations, they don't have this sort of uh, support infrastructure, and, and things can become very dangerous very quickly. I think we've seen in history, whether it's a philosopher or a historian, have said, you know, we're two or three or six meals, depending on who you look at, away from anarchy. And it's, it's real. We've seen it where turmoil creates challenge. That's right. That's right. Um, we, we see it, uh, I think, most uh, dramatically in other countries. Uh, but we also see it to varying degrees in, in our own. You know, if, if someone is, is suffering from hunger, or maybe uh, caught in extreme circumstances out in the wilderness, it doesn't take long right. uh, for uh, our, our basic impulses to kick in and, and societal norms to uh, fall by the wayside. And, and um, you know, it reminds us on a regular basis uh, just how dependent we are on these basic needs and, and how important it is for us to... Uh, sustain and nurture and improve those systems that uh, allow us to feed ourselves. So basic, uh, but I think oftentimes we fail to look at, at at the most basic things when we're thinking about national security. Yeah, right. I want to take you back, Senator, to 2018. This is a March 2018 meeting of Senate Committee on Foreign Relations, aptly entitled "Why Food Security Matters." I was looking back through the the data, looking back at the transcript. You referenced a powerful statement from a Marine Lieutenant General. I think this is the exclamation point. Food crises grow terrorists. I mean, yes. that is that is yes. bold, powerful statement. Five years later, five years later, since you cited that in the Senate, do you still see that as a reality and a threat to the nation? Well, I do. Uh, Lieutenant General Castle Law. I, I remember that uh, subcommittee hearing quite well because it, it had been a while. Maybe it was the first time ever that someone had held a subcommittee hearing uh, about food insecurity uh, as a national security issue on the Foreign Relations Committee. Uh, but uh, I'm glad we did uh, because uh, when a, a food uh, crisis emerges uh, among a population, as we saw happened, for example, in, in Yemen, uh, when I was looking into this issue, it really destabilizes uh, the entire society. And uh, we find that terrorist groups in particular uh, are uh, quite sophisticated these days at propagandizing about the source of the food insecurity. They will blame it on external sources, oftentimes the United States of America, because uh, we are the world's foremost power right now. And uh, beyond the propagandization, uh, we also find that vulnerable populations, food vulnerable populations, are especially vulnerable to radicalization. So, I mean, this is like the perfect storm, uh, geopolitically speaking, uh, which is why we need to um, ensure that we're tending to the basic needs of people the world over. That doesn't mean the United States has to write a check for everyone's food. Right. But it does mean that if we want to prevent wars, which are very costly to us in, in so many ways, then we, we need to be attentive to the vulnerabilities that exist out there. We'll dig more into this connection between food security and national security on this special 9-11 episode of Ag Bioscience. We'll do it right after this. Ag Bioscience is supported by Indiana Farmers Insurance. Whether your farm is your business, your hobby, or your passion, you and your farm are one of a kind. 
Each is unique and requires just the right insurance coverage options. Indiana Farmers Insurance has been protecting farmers for more than 145 years. And together with your local independent insurance agent, today we deliver insurance solutions for your farm, business, home, and vehicles. Insurance can be complicated, so it's important to have a trusted expert who will guide you through your insurance experience. We partner with only the best agents, and like us, most of our agencies have been serving customers for generations. Beyond the basics, we have many other coverages available to match your needs. Our agency partners are experts and can tailor just the right coverages for your farm, business, home, or auto. Come visit us at indianafarmers.com and discover why Indiana Farmers Insurance is the right choice for you. We're proud supporters of Ag Bioscience, and we're here to help you protect what matters most. Welcome back to Ag Bioscience. We're talking with U.S. Senator Todd Young on the connection between food security and national security. Uh, Senator, it was just a couple months ago, I think back in August, U.S. Secretary of State Blinken told the United Nations that hunger and conflict are inexorably linked. He shared examples in Sudan, Myanmar, you mentioned Yemen earlier, and signaled that other nations are on the verge of crises, all stemming from food, this connection between food security, national security. You're a, you're a history guy. You've looked at history. You're a national security expert. Give us, if you will, a historical view of this linkage between food security and national security. Well, I, I, I think typically this linkage is made uh, by those who are of a dovish bent, uh, idealists, as opposed to uh, hailing from a realist school of foreign policy. So I think it's important for people like myself or people, uh, frankly, uh, with a higher profile, like uh, Secretary of Defense Jim Mattis, former Marine mm-hmm. Corps general, uh, who have made this connection very uh, directly uh, in the past. It, 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 they need to make their voices heard. And it was Secretary Mattis who, who I think colorfully said, if we cut foreign aid, then I need to buy more ammunition. Wow. So, wow. I mean, this is exactly what he's talking about. Foreign aid, food uh, assistance generally, uh, in addition to some, some other things. But uh, the problem works both ways. Food shortages can lead to conflict, lead to great destabilization, but but war also leads to food shortages. Right. So, you know, uh, we keep coming back to the importance of food security as a national security issue. And again, I, I became really focused on this issue uh, during the famines in Yemen. Uh, they were a function, yes, of, of some environmental tragedies made the people vulnerable to changes in climate, and, and they saw a big decrease in yield, that destabilized the country. But it was also the destabilization of their civil war and some outside intervention from Saudi Arabia and other countries that exacerbated the famine situation. So uh, they in, it, it, it goes both ways, uh, the causal links. I called for at that time a diplomatic surge uh, to help ensure that food wasn't being used as uh, a weapon of war. And, and so since that time, I've, I've continued to follow you know, this linkage, and we see it the world over. And uh, increasingly, uh, I'm hearing others uh, bring attention to this issue as you have. You mentioned General Mattis. Others, Secretary Blinken, has t- have talked about this lately. 
But Senator, you personally have gone on the offense on this front. You co-authored the Chips and Science Act that in part focuses on advancing national security through food system innovation. We have the Farm Bill that is making its way through Congress. Share more about the path you see ahead that the Congress at large can play in really improving this national security, food security connection. Well, I like to remind people that America feeds the world, Hoosiers in particular feed the world, and the demand for food, for calories, for protein is only going up uh, as the world gets wealthier and as populations swell. So in the Chips and Science Act, we make key investments in certain 21st century uh, tech areas. Among them is ag bioscience. And, and, and part of that is ensuring that we're working on uh, the problems of how to increase yield in farming uh, and, and relatedly uh, in ag bioscience, uh, working on various uh, improvements in medicine, um, so, uh, which is another important need worldwide. But I think Indiana, with our expertise at our educational institutions, uh, among our workforce, and uh, within our, our world-class ag bioscience companies, is poised to be an important part of the uh, solutions uh, to improving yield, to improving resilience, and uh, basically improving the food security of the world. I mean, you look at the balance sheet of Indiana. We talk about this often, but you have the most valuable human pharmaceutical company. You have the largest medical school. You have the second largest independent animal health company in Alanco. You have the largest pure play ag company in Corteva. You have the largest producer of ag biological engineers at Purdue University. We have the assets on the balance sheet. If we, if we collectively say that this innovation in ag bioscience, this connection between food security and national security and human health, where else? Where else but here? Say it, brother. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I will uh, evangelize next to you because uh, you've said it. We, ha we have the assets. We just need the will. Uh, we need to tear down the walls and connect the dots, as they say, and, and, um, and be self-confident. Lean into this. Know that uh, this is an important issue, not just to our material prosperity, uh, not just to American competitiveness, but really to national security and our ability to defend our values and ensure that they're protected the world over. Senator, I want one more question here. Dig into national security. Now, this really is a multi-layered effort. You talked about your training in the Marine Corps and force protection. It, it's never one single thing. It's a suite of solutions. And we see it today. We see it at the airport when we go through the TSA counters. We see it in IP protection for innovators on the seed front and on the crop protection front, on the, the animal health front. We've seen every all of these pieces coming together to really ensure that famine doesn't fuel terrorism. As we look at the innovators who are here in the ag bioscience economy, whether they're companies, whether they're academics, whether they're entrepreneurs, what can professionals, what can innovators in this economy do to really advance national security through science, technology, and service to improve the global food system? Well, I can't un underscore how important it is for us to be having this conversation and for, I hope, similar conversations uh, to be happening on a more regular basis on, uh, as, as we head into the future. Um, we've got to connect the issues between national security and, and food security more often. We have to encourage our best minds uh, to innovate, uh, 
uh, our entrepreneurs to create and our innovators to invest in this space. Uh, this is Indiana's sweet spot, but it's also uh, an important spot uh, for our, our security and to, to defend our values. We need to increase yield. Uh, we need innovators who can engineer new and better ways to grow food in the harshest of climates uh, because the climate's not getting any more forgiving. And we need to come up with new ways to better store and transport the things we grow, even into, uh, uh, you know, unwelcoming environments. So uh, it, it's important for us to remember that uh, we also need to encourage and empower our government leaders, like our, our diplomatic corps, uh, so that we don't create a vacuum that will be filled by those who, who wish to do us harm and who don't share our values. So we can own this space. We currently do. And uh, the only way we can ensure that we'll own it in the future is um, to innovate more. And that starts with conversations like this, Mitch. Well, I'm grateful for your participation, U.S. Senator Todd Young. Thanks so much for your service. Thanks so much for joining us on this special 9-11 episode of Ag Bioscience. Thanks for having me on. And thank you for tuning in to Ag Bioscience. You can get the latest Ag Bioscience news and insights from discussions just like this by subscribing wherever you listen to podcasts. And while there, you can access our entire library and give us a review. Don't forget, you can always learn more online at agronovisindiana.com. On behalf of the entire Agronovis team, I'm Mitch Frazier saying thanks for listening. We look forward to seeing you real soon. This podcast is a product of Agronovis Indiana in collaboration with Inside Indiana Business. Hosted by Mitch Frazier. Produced by Kayla Chittister and Fabian Rodriguez. Photography by Kaylee Kerr. To get all ag bioscience news all the time, visit agronovisindiana.com. Agronovis Indiana.